0: So let, let's share a word of prayer. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, we give you thanks and we acknowledge your presence. You are our wisdom. Release the wisdom of Christ unto your people. And we pray your word will come with fire, that it will break down misconceptions and barriers that have become limitations to us advancing forward and advancing your kingdom in our lives we thank you for answered prayer in jesus christ's mighty name. amen amen so we bless the name of god and we give god praise and this evening i want us to just look at um a, a subject that's um, it's quite interesting i believe it's going to help somebody and it is it's, it, it's called, i've been talking about it but today i want us to look at it a bit more deeper, intelligent listening. Now, this revelation came to me when I was reading about, um, this, this came, it was my quiet time. Most of the revelations, they get deeper through my quiet time. And it's also been coming from um, you know, um, Bishop Dad, who's been a mighty blessing. With, with, with anointing on his life, the teachings, the books. So, but this one, it came, um, through a, a quiet time when I was meditating upon the word of God, on what Judas, what he did, and certain things and certain informations, it all came together. And I realized that The Lord was saying to us that most of us don't really listen. We hear all right, but we don't listen. We're not taking the information. So that was what was happening to Judas. So I studied and said, "Ah, this guy Judas, come to think of it. You saw that the Lord Jesus really loved him. And he gave every opportunity to change. So when you read in Matthew, it talks there. Matthew, he talks there the last supper. Matthew's account, all of them, if they all have this. Similar accounts with slight variations. But I I was telling Matthew, and that's where I got the revelation from. Now, God can speak to you through books. God can speak to you through preaching, or teaching like this. And, And it's time you need to accept some of these things. If you're waiting to hear a big voice to say, my son, my son, like, this guy was there in Ghana, Apreku, 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 my daughter. And Apreku was a man, but he heard God calling him Apreku, my daughter. If he you to hear such things, you might never, ever walk in your revelation. You need to understand how God speaks to you. And God can speak to you through the scriptures. So he spoke to me. I heard the voice of God through the scriptures. The Bible says that, And the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah the prophet. How? Yes. The word of the Lord can come to me just you, Even whilst you are studying the word. It's not always having ears of audible voice somewhere. So the word of the Lord came to me as I was studying the scriptures. And I realized that Judas, he, 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 the Lord loved him. And the Lord gave him several opportunities. So many times Jesus Christ was telling him that. He was telling him, guys, someone is going to betray him. And Judas was there. But he wasn't listening. His mind was somewhere else. His mind was, he was in the meeting, but he was spiritually with the Pharisees and with the scribes and the high priest who he wanted to betray Jesus to. And so I, I wanted to take this thing serious because one of the reasons that many of us are not benefiting the maximum benefit they can get through the mighty revelations that God is giving to us in salvation is because we don't listen intelligently. When you are listening intelligently, you ask questions. So let's look at something. That I think uh, somebody can look at what you do. Yeah, where the last events? I think it's Matthew chapter twenty-six, verse Matthew, fourteen. Matthew chapter twenty-six, from the verse number um, fourteen um, downwards. Um, then one of the twelve, called Judas discouraged went to the chief priests and said, "What are um, what are you willing to give me if I deliver to you? If I deliver him to you? And they counted yeah. out So they counted out they counted out some money and they gave it to Judas. Now, the Bible says that then Jesus Christ knew it was a Passover and according to Jewish tradition they killed the Passover and then they celebrated the Passover. Jesus had to fulfill scripture because he was going to become the Passover lamb for the whole world. Yeah. So he sent his disciples to go and prepare a place for the Passover lamb. Well, before we prepare for the Passover, before I get killed, he knew about it. And when they were eating, on their own, he, he, before this, he had told them, so wait, times. we tell them, one of you is going to be training, one of you is going to do this. So here we saw, we see Matthew's account. He said, On that evening, verse 20, when evening had come, sat down with the twelve. And now they were eating and said, one of you will be training. And Judas was there. The guy didn't hear it. Jesus was telling him, I know. I know. So so you better change your mind. I know what you're about to do. So you better change your mind. He wasn't listening. And you, when preaching is coming, your mind, you are calculating some money that is coming. Your mind is on some your cooking that you have to go and do Judah's mind was not there, I believe his mind was there he would have i, I he would have, would have changed he He wasn't much different from most of us he wasn't perfect, but what what sealed his fate was this lack of listening lack of listening he went serious and especially when when somebody is wants to be very serious with you. The no serious things always happen around some sort of things like around eating. That's why when when a dignity visits a country, they organize a state dinner. What do you think they sit out at the state dinner to do? You think they are there, they are there because they because of just the food. No. This is where meetings, this is where chit-chats and information behind the background negotiations are going on. That's why they organize these things. And uh, important things happen around food. When you are with with an important person, when you are with a a man of God, when you are with anybody that you you are, you know, your relationship with him is one of honor. Never downplay an opportunity you have with him to eat together. Never, never joke with it. It's a great opportunity because And if you are intelligent, if you listen intelligently during those times, certain wisdom nuggets can really be, it will be just like normal conversation. Jesus was just having a normal conversation with them. And in that normal conversation, Judas could not identify. You see, he thought Jesus had to be standing in the temple to be preaching before he would take it seriously. Like you are doing a remote service now. Some of you are not. Your mind is somewhere. Around. Maybe you have even switched the thing on and you are watching something else. You are not. You are taking it for granted. Today, when we come to the house of God, it is liking, like a man who has set a banquet and he said, go and call out people to come in. Yes. But people start giving excuses, excuses, excuses. That is the Judas' mentality. That is the Judas' mentality. So Judas did not listen so many times. Jesus said, one of you is going to betray me. Verse 23, then he asked. You see, when you are listening intelligently, you ask intelligent questions. You you ask questions that show that you have been listening. Because the people that were listening, they asked, Lord, he said, Lord, is it I? And people, they were asking. They were asking. And even Judas even asked, Lord, is it I? Jesus said, you have said it. You have said it. So he had all these things, but he did not process the information properly. He did not process the, the, the information properly. By the time he processed the information, it was too late. He said, no. They had already, they had already what destroyed Jesus Christ. You see, when you don't take, when you don't take certain things serious, you think that, oh, it's just nothing. I was just nothing. It's not, it's not what you think. It's the consequences of your actions or your inactions that really matters. Because of Judas's actions, Jesus was killed. Jesus was killed. He could have, he could have what avoided it, he could have been anybody else, but because of his lack of listening, even in the fit, he's planted thing. Yeah, Jesus is saying, I know it will be worse for the person. It was all warnings, and the guy didn't listen. So, I want us to look at something here now, which I believe is going to help some of us. The art. Of what listening you see when, when when a man of God is speaking to you doesn't matter where it could be in his office, it could be in church, it could be maybe in the car park, it could be you met he has come to visit you in your home, it could be maybe you are even sat in the same car with a man of God. be careful and listen and listen. Make sure you are listening and listening intelligently. Make sure that you are hearing and hearing more properly. you see. So how do you how are you supposed to receive preaching? how are you supposed to receive And Jesus was talking to this gentleman. he wasn't listening. How can you listen and listen intelligently? There are levels of receptivity. There are what levels of receptivity? And I want you to learn these things. You say, "Oh, okay." You're talking about listening intelligently. What shows that I am listening intelligently? That's the question I want to answer for you this evening, as the Lord permits. Because some of you think, "Okay, I listen intelligently," but do you really? What made you make you jump to that hasty conclusion? What is your biblical foundation for jumping to such a conclusion? And what is the evidence that you do listen? Because people who listen, there's an evidence. You can't say I listen intelligently when the evidence is contrary. You are a liar. And this morning I was talking about lies. It is about time we just stop all these lies. And be truthful. And one of the things that truthfulness brings and honesty brings is that it will bring, fruit, it will bring fruitfulness because when you realize that there is a problem, then you arise. But as long as you think that there's no problem, you will do nothing about it. You will make no, you will not apply the wisdom of the snake and shed that skin and be radical and say, that is it, I'm changing now. So many of us believe we are intelligent listeners. But are we really intelligent listeners? Are we really intelligent listeners? Are we not mostly like Judas who thought he, was, he could listen? Go at one point, even at Jesus, is it I? So at one point he thought that he, he had heard. And Jesus said, You have said it, and he did not hear. He still did not. He thought he could hear, but he did not hear. Sometimes we go through the motions. as if we are hearing, but we are not hearing. We sit in church and go through the motions. Some of us are secretaries. Always writing, writing, writing. Madam Secretary, when are you going to translate what you are writing into something I don't need to read from your book but read, read through your life? Mr. Secretary, when are you going to stop all this writing? I'm saying the writing is good, but when are we going to see what you are writing? Translate into... Your life. So that I don't need to ask you for your notes. But I can read the notes in your life. Because you have listened intelligently. So let us not deceive ourselves anymore. Let us be truthful. God is seeking for truthful worshippers. God, our Father, is seeking for truthful worshippers. No, Jesus Christ even tried to explain this principle of intelligent listening. With the parable of the sower. He said, a sower went to sow. And some of the seeds, they fell on what? Rocky soil. Some fell by the wayside. Some fell among thorns. And some fell in good soil. Four different categories of people and how they listen. And it is the foot you bear that shows how you listen. How the seed, when it was sown, how you received it. So that's what I'm telling you. There are different levels of receptivity. There are different levels of receptivity. And you must understand, the seed is the word of God. That's how Jesus explained it. He said the seed is the word of God. The seed is the word of God. So that's what we are talking about. How do We are not talking about random foolish conversations about football and all those things. No. We are talking about how do you receive the word of God? as you are starting church, as you are listening to me right now, how are you receiving the word of God? There is a way and there's an art to receiving the word of God. There is. Oh, yes, there is. And when you do do it, we will see. It, it is something you can write. hide. It, it will be seen in your life. Somebody can just look at you without knowing what you wrote in your diary, in your notes, and can read and say that, this guy, this lady is listening to the messages because the impact will be seen. The end result will be seen. Jesus said, those that fell in good soil, they began to produce food, 30 fold, 60 fold, 100 food. So you, in your own case, you, you are boldly claiming to be an intelligent listener. Show me your fruit. Show me your fruit. You don't even know what is expected to come out of intelligent listening. You, you might not even know. And, you know, you need to humble yourself and, and, and just say, I want to learn. I want to learn. You know. So, when the seed is released, when the word of God is released, when the word of God is coming, there are levels of receptivity. And I want you to notice these levels of receptivity. Number one. The first level of receptivity eh, is the word has no impact. The word has no impact. You don't understand the message and probably you didn't even like the message. The word has no impact. Like if, if you are level one receptive. You are at level one receptivity. You you, you you might not even like the message. It's like, oh, what is this? Uh, we want fasting time. We want, we want fire, 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 fire. And now you're saying, you're talking about wisdom. You're talking about determinants. You're talking about this. You're talking about that. It means the message is having no impact. You are level one receptivity. You don't understand. But you see, those who have understood the messages that are coming through this fasting, it's a blessing to them. It's a mighty revelation to them. Yeah. But when you are level one receptivity, you, you just, all that you, you know, the message has no impact. The word that you are hearing, it has no impact. No impact at all. None whatsoever. None whatsoever. Hallelujah. So, yes, we, we want you to understand the other yeah, there was. So listen, if you are watching on Facebook right now, I want you to, I want you to refuse to be at just level one. If that is it, when you don't understand the messages, it's like it's too hard. It's too complex. It's level one receptivity. Yeah. So yes, let me, let me, let, let me know your, your thoughts about what we are discussing as well. Yeah. Arab I want to learn. I want to learn. Adino Jones says, Intelligent listening produce fruits. Yeah. Intelligent listening produce fruits. Yeah. So, like and share. Like and share. Let me tell you. We are in salvation clinic and we joke with a lot of things. I am telling you. We joke with a lot of things. How some people wish to get some of the things that we are getting. Yes. Yes. So, like and share. If somebody is not watching, get them to watch. If somebody is not listening, get them to wait. Satan's main strategy is to make you ineffective in your listening. Once he can make you ineffective in your listening, he has gotten you. You stop listening properly. Adam and Eve, Eve stop listening to what he was supposed to listen, which is God's commandments and words, and started listening to some something nonsense. Some nonsense from else? Some of us, other things we can listen. See, you you when when you hear gossip, you never forget. When you hear, hey, they said the pastor's wife. They said this. They said the pastor. Hey, you know, they said pastor profound what They said, you will never forget. You listen to those kind of foolishness very effectively. Me, I have chosen and I've trained myself some informations I just hear it and I just decide to throw it out. I don't have space in my head for it. And so I purposely I have selective amnesia when it comes to certain things. It will, it will affect my prayer time. It will affect my relationship. When I go and stand before God, I feel condemned. Satan will come and condemn me. So I don't know. Some, some nonsense. I just I hear it after, after I process it, I just process it and it has to go out. Yes. Maybe i hear, here, I might even be angry, but the sound will never go down. Within through God, I, I am always in an attitude maintaining an attitude of prayer. So, it just, within a few minutes, it will just go. I have to process, I have to take it out. I don't have time for those kind of monsters. Yeah. Because I, I rather would spend time to process and actively make sure God's word I'm hearing it properly, I want to hear God properly, not gossip. Not gossip. Some of you now you have, you are using technology. Today you see young, young people, I've seen it, it became very rough right now. You see they, call me, they, they have their boyfriends, their so-called minister boyfriends, pastor boyfriends, and whatever, and then you'll be recording them when you're talking to them. But do you record gospel word when, 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 when preaching is coming? Have you been taking your phone to take a WhatsApp I'm recording this preaching to send it and fast forward it somewhere? But you can record somebody's gossip. You can, you see, the foolishness that is going on, I tell you, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. So, choose to have selective amazing. On certain things. Now, let's continue. So level one is, the word has no impact. You do not understand the message. And you probably didn't even like the message. Level two. The word has an impact on you. You are excited, just like Jesus said. You are excited about the message. Say, this, uh, this be day, when the word of God comes, you are excited about it. All this was, is taken from scripture. I'm not making any rules or making anything from me. It. it is just scripture that I'm broken it down in such a way that you can understand it. Because that is what a good teacher does. He tries to make his students understand complex issues. Issues that look so complex. Like in mathematics, when you have a good teacher, he's able to make complex theories, complex, abstract things very simple and you can understand it. Yes, so, level two, the word has an impact on you. You are excited and think that it's a good message. Yeah, it's a good message. However, you only retain about about 11%. You only retain, if we ask you, what did you learn? You can only say only about 10% or 11% of what was preached. And this happens when... This is, this is the story of those who listen to messages once. You listen to a preaching once. So Sunday, you are a Sunday person. You come to church, you listen to it. Until the following Sunday, we don't see you again. Anybody that listens to a message once, then this is all that you get about it. one. You forget because next week, when we come and we ask, don't you forget what I'm saying is, it, is, it, is it a lie? Is it not true? The following, you just listen to it once, and then I say, when you come back again, you see now we ask you, it's as if all the ninety percent of things that was being taught, you forgotten all. Yes, you forgot forgotten you know. all. So level two receptivity is when you listen to it. Mostly people, the one has an impact. You think it's a good message. You remember it was a good message, but you don't remember the full contents of the message. You don't remember what was fully said to you. Yes. And this happens to people who don't listen. When you get the message, it's like, it's like the Bible says that eat it. Is. Constantly eating it. It's not, it's not once. It's not once. Once is not good enough. You are level two. When you only hear, after Sunday preaching, the next time you hear about the preaching is when you are doing revelation. Oh, you, 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 you are not an intelligent listener. You are just level two. Level two. And you, you always keep on forgetting things. And the word of God will be functioning at less than 10% in your life. What 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 a way to live your life. You see that you do mistakes. You, you commit blindness just like um, Judas. Was. You hear the word, but your life, Charlie, it is not like... It's like 90% of your life, you live it outside of the Word of God. You know, um, last week, during the Honor night Prophet service, uh, some woman was there. The woman, I didn't know about, it was later after 7th, um, one of the guys said, the woman said, her phone is missing, so she can't find her phone. And do you know that when they went back to wherever they came from, this is somebody that is very new in the church. I don't think you even whether she says she's planted well. They, they tell that this woman went to you know, do consultation with some I don't know whether it's a fetish priest or some area malam or area prophet or something. I, I couldn't believe it. Because and the phone is some weirded old crack phone. So I uh, so I I I said, go to her. I, I want to talk to her. And I talked to her. I said, you can't do that. And I said, I said that you went there to someone. He said, no, no. They said the person is some pastor. But apparently they, this is not a pastor. This is some fake malam or something. But why should you go and go and do consultation on a weird old phone with cracks everywhere? Right from church. Look at what God did in honor that prophet service. The mighty move of God. That was the move. That was the very Sunday that this woman with the 5 had her healing. But this woman, the word of God had no impact on her. When the word of God has no impact on you, you will blunder, you behave as if you are unbeliever. You are, you are governed by the laws. Not of God, but the laws you behave just like a unbeliever. Yeah. So we don't want me. I'm not impressed when you say, "Oh, good message, powerful message." I'm not. Those things they don't impress me. Even you know, it's not a gauge. It's not a gate for me at all. I don't use those things because somebody can be saying good message, but in his heart, it's something else. If I want to see. It's a good message. I want to see it being in your life. I want to see it in your life. The message, if it is a good message, I want to see it in your life. Say, okay, you have certain misconceptions about, say for instance, something. Let me give Facebook as an example. But after you hear the word that, no, the church is moving and we are using technology and I will show you a quotation about technology, and you'll be amazed. In the Bible, how we should use it. So now it's okay, now I'll be on Facebook. You have signed on. means what you had. But taken action. it is now producing results. I'm seeing it that now you are even now on Facebook and you are watching. That is producing results. Not coming to tell me after the service that, oh, it, is a, it was a powerful message. Without God, it was a powerful message. And we thank God that you have, you can can come come and say some of these things. I'm not saying it's bad to say, but that for me is not what I'm going to use to gauge that the message was powerful. What I would say, use to gauge if the message is powerful, is if it is able to transform your life and conform to what the message came to do. Because the Bible says that the word of God cannot fall down void, except it can accomplish that which it was sent to do. And make you more like Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So we have to be, we have to, see, so i going to tell you some of these things. You don't know. Many of us, we are not deep when it comes to listening carefully. Yeah. That's why you don't hear anything. You don't hear anything. You can come and say a good message, powerful message. But in the same breath, somebody does do something to you. say, I'm not going to talk to the person. I'm offended. I'm this. Did you hear anything? Oh, you didn't hear anything. You didn't really hear anything. So level one, the word has no impact. You might not even understand the message. And you might not even probably like the message. Level two, the word has a little impact on you. You're excited, and you might even think it's a good message, however, you only retain about 10 percent of what was preached. This happens to people who don't go back to listen. That's why I was the when you finish to a watch party, you have to listen for a, for a message to really have an impact on you. You have to keep on listening. The same message, listen to it, it's in the game, listen to it cautiously. And listen to it unconscious like it's in the background it's as if you are listening it's as if you, there's somebody there you know the unconsciousness is like like when you are driving you know when you are driving you some your passenger you can be having an unconscious with, uh, conversation your mind is not really fully on what they're driving and your mind is not fully also on what the person is because you need to focus sometimes on the driving sometimes you need to come in and say oh yes 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 yeah unconsciousness so you can listen unconsciously but then you should take time and say no sit down take it like someone says sit down take a chair let's let's let's, let me talk to you let's have a conversation that one you can actively also take the message and say i'm going to play it on facebook or watch it again or get it downloaded for me or whatever today we have all podcasts we have facebook we have youtube you can ask for it to be downloaded for you onto your flash um, memory stick. And you can listen. You can say, to, and now I'm going to use this one hour to listen to this message. I'm going to, you can be using to pray. Yes. I'm teaching, go put these things into practice. Because I'm not saying, I'm not teaching, so that you come and say, it's good preaching, it's powerful revelation, it's this and that. I'm not interested in that. I want to see the thing. You taking it up and and working with it. I want to see the results. Yes. Anybody that is in salvation clinic, God has given you to, God has brought you, and I'm the best preacher for you. Unless this is not your church. I know some people, they fluctuate between churches you have two three churches. You are you are nothing like you are you are no different from a man who is married to three wives. Jumping from first wife to second wife. one man, one wife, one one, one man, one wife, one man, one wife. So if salvation is your church, then I'm the best preacher for you. That doesn't mean. You can listen to other people. But the main meal, because every meal has got a main meal, then you have vegetables and other things, then you have desserts. But those are not the main meal. The main meal is the the main, that's what we call main course. You can have status. But the main course is the main course. And then you can have what? Um, Desserts. So you can be listening to other people here and there. But for your information, FYI, write it down. Type it for your information. This is for my information right now. FYI. Your pastor is the best preacher for you. Your pastor. Your, the church that you see you are part of. Your pastor is the best preacher for you. Because do you know God who supernaturally God always supernaturally gives um, pastors breasts that is filled with spiritual trauma for you. Enough milk to feed you. Enough meat to give to you. Every pastor. God gives you that grace. To feed the sheep. That's why he said, Peter, do you love me? He said, Pastor, you know I'm going Said, feed my sheep. Three times. He just asked me, do you love me? He said, tell my sheep, do this. So supernaturally, when you are in the position of a pastor... When you're in a position of a, of of that you stand and teach people, God supernaturally gives you milk. You wait on God and gives you the milk, they come and feed the people. So for your information, FYI, write it down FYI, my pastor is the best teacher for me. My pastor is the best teacher for me. Get it into your psyche. Yes. It into your psyche and it will help you. It will help you. So you need to listen, listen more than once. It's very simple, but people don't do it. It is amazing. It it, it sounds simple, but practically, only if you are able to translate this wisdom into a, a practical way of life. They have this knowledge, but to translate this knowledge into wisdom, a way of life, a way of living. An application of the knowledge that they've gotten. Only a few are able to do it. It's amazing. It's really amazing. It's really amazing. It's really amazing. I didn't know Jones has put it there. He said, When they are dying, he said to Simon, son of Jonah, Lovest thou me more than this? He said, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. Then Jesus said, Feed my lambs. Yeah. So, supernaturally, Jesus was giving Peter that thing to become the, the chief apostle. Pastor Friar McGovern says, For your information, my pastor is the best teacher for me. Yeah. So, once you know that you have a certain mindset about what I must say, you are desiring spiritual love. you just want more, you can't have enough. Yeah. Sometimes you can invite visiting preachers and whatever. Those are desserts, those are status or some Kalewele somewhere. It's not the main meal. It's not like the bangku. It's not like the fufu. It's not like the rice and peas with the main meal. It's just like some potato salad be when when visitors come in. Or when you listen to all these instructors. He like said you can have thousands of instructors, but not many fathers. Not many fathers. So, level one receptivity is the word has no impact on you. Level two receptivity, the word has a little impact, about 10%. And because many, because you just listen once, we're Sunday to Sunday person. Level three, you absorb the word even further. You have level three, you absorb the word. That means you, you move more, you get more than this um, 10%. And maybe you listen to it again, maybe twice or so again. So you get more, you absorb the word. But if I tell you to preach the message, you can't preach it. So level three is you absorb more of the word, but cannot reproduce the message. You can't reproduce the message. And that is level three. And then you have another level, which is level four. That one, you absorb the word so much so that you can reproduce the message. And if you're a pastor, if you're an adenu, that is the least level you should be operating in, Least. But don't stay there. Some people get stuck there. So you can reproduce the message. But there is more to it. In intelligent listening, it's not just coming to reproduce the message. There is more to that. Everybody in the church, you should be, this is your minimum, because you should be able to conduct Bible studies. Now, we are moving from the traditional idea of what you think churches and the churches are going to be fashioned and patterned after the New Testament order, which is churches in homes, and we meet on Sunday as a big church. And in churches in homes, everybody must be able to teach something or preach something or say something. So, the level four is when you are able to absorb the message to the extent that when we ask you, you can reproduce it. And some people have seen that they are able to reproduce it perfectly. You see these things, these transcripts that we, um, transcripts that we put on our podcast. The the lady the the, Jemima. She writes, she reproduces what I preach. Is she a pastor? No. She's not a pastor yet. She's just a church member and a worker and a choir person. And she's, she, she can reproduce word right for word. Yes. So if you are an adeno you know, and you are a pastor and that is the only level that you want to be at and you so are aspiring to go to a deeper level, then it's something it's wrong. And this is a level that If you listen to the message three or four times, you can easily produce the message, easily reproduce the message. You are listening to it intelligently, making notes. You can easily reproduce the message and you can go and preach it somewhere. Very easily. Some of us, we we aren't at that level. We are still at level three, receptivity, where we think it's good message, good message, 10%, we remember that's it. God wants us to move from that level three to level four, where we now listen more than once and are able to catch the revelation, catch the message, and if we can produce it, if need be, we can produce it. I've seen it. Some, some of them are not If I tell them right now, come and tell me next week. Those who are listening, see, this is why I told you, we will know if you are listening. If you are not listening to, we will know. To the extent to that you are, you are listening to, we will know. There's no. There's no um, trickiness. The extent to which you listen to your pastor's messages, it can be shown. It will be known. Your foot will show. If you can, if I tell you, tell me what I preached next week, I say, tell me what I preached last week, and you are there mumbling nonsense, it shows you didn't listen to the message. You are, you are level one or level two, at most level three. But somebody too can reproduce the message. So sometimes when we have meetings, there are some people, if you don't stop them, when you say, oh, remind us what we thought last, last time, they will say every, almost everything. So you have to stop them So okay, give thanks for somebody to come and talk. But this person is not a pastor. It's not a pastor. So listen, there is more to the art of listening, the art of um, intelligent listening. And just reproducing messages. Church members, anybody, every Christian, in fact, is supposed to be because If you really listen to your pastor's messages, you should be able. In a workplace, you should reproduce it. You never know when an opportunity will come, because nowadays, you to say that you are waiting to come and stand in the church to preach, it might never happen to you. But God can give you an opportunity on your way to work at the bar stop. Or somewhere and you should be able to share the message so we need to move from that level and go to level five and at level five you learn how to preach and teach in the same anointed manner in the same anointed manner so something is happening here you are not just reproducing the message But the anointing that is upon the one that you have been listening starts transferring upon you. That is why I told you, we will know if you listen. I I know people who are pretenders and liars, I know, I know, I know you cannot deceive because we use the word of God to discern, and by the word of God, we can weigh you and know where you really stand, despite what you portray yourself to be. We can know easily. So God is giving us all, all a chance now. God is giving us a chance now. I'm teaching you this so that you can learn. So don't just say I'm an intelligent Islam and don't understand what you are talking about. Please. Jesus loves you. He wants you to move to higher realms of receptivity of the world when it comes to you. Hallelujah. So That is level 5. You you can begin to preach and teach in the same anointed manner. And that is not even the highest level. You can also move from that. And you absorb the word and at the same time begin to absorb the anointing and the spirit of the message. Yeah. So that at this time, there's a transfer of an anointing because and, and it's a mystery, but it is true. Because Ezekiel 2, 2 says, As he speaks, the Spirit fell on them. Peter was also one time saying that when he was speaking to them, the Spirit of the Holy Ghost fell on them. So the more you are listening to the preaching of an anointed person, the more it's a mystery, but you will find yourself catching the anointing. It is so real. It is so true. So, when you see people in the church and they. You no. Know, um, I went to a certain church. I went to a certain church. No, I watched, I watched it, Father. I watched it on Facebook. This is a friend. And I could tell that these people don't do anything. They, you could tell there was a different spirit in the so called associate pastor. He wasn't, he, I could tell immediately that this guy doesn't even listen to anything this man preaches. Because when he comes to stand there, there is nothing in common that shows that this guy is listening to the pastor. His, his, his senior pastor. Everything is different. Everything is different. It's as if he listens to some different man of God. It's as if he's under a different man of God. Everything about the service was—it was odd—and I just shook my head and said, "Oh my God, I can see problem, big problem coming, big problem." I can't buy some coin and take it. Yes, there is no resemblance. See, if you really say you listen to me and listen to me because I'm your pastor, God has ordained me as your pastor, it will be seen. You don't even need to be a pastor or date pastor because that one is an appointment. God is the one that will anoint you, but man appoints you. And you need to find yourself in the place where you can catch an anointing. That's why I was saying intelligent listening can lead to catching the anointing. Intelligent listening can lead to catching the anointing. And you move to that level where the word You absorb the word and at the same time begin to absorb the anointing and the spirit of the message. And then when you know that you have reached the pinnacle of intelligent listening is when at that level an entire ministry gift takes place. So what gift that the person has, say the person is a teacher, an evangelist, an apostle, it is transferred onto you. It is transferred on to you. This is the mystery of reproducing after your own kind when it comes to the things of God. Now you say you are my child. Now you say you are mine. You are calling me Papa. What DNA of mine is in you? And it's not a matter of me pouring oil on you. If I, pour, I can pour one gallon of oil on you, you will still not be anointed. There will be no transference of ministry gifts. It is hard work. You need to sit down, button down, and decide to catch that anointing through listening to me. If you don't think that you'll be around, you can be around for years and nothing will change. Nothing will change. You will still be the same. Same level of prayer. Same level of doing things. Not, no impartation, no nothing. It's as if I, I, I'm around you, but when people see or feel you when you go to their hospital when you go to preach or do whatever, they don't see anything about me. But you can you just listen. It's a mystery, but it's real. It's a mystery. I have experienced it. At first, I didn't understand what, what this is years ago, I didn't understand what was happening to me what was happening to me. Years ago, several years ago, several years ago, this was when I was in the army in Zarian We were in 2100 Hanna Crescent. And at that time, I was not a pastor, but I was um, I there. Wasn't, I wasn't a pastor, but we did, they didn't really have any churches in Zarian And the only church, churches were in Sweden. So, at that time, I had to go to swimming, but it was also, and we were about to leave the army, uh, uh, leave that place as well. And listen, at that time, somebody introduced. This so was a cousin of mine, who is also in the, uh, who is also in UK, and he's a pastor. He introduced. I never knew anything about Pastor Chris, Pastor Chris, Christ amazing. And then the person introduced me and showed me some things about Pastor Chris. That he that is where he is going to church now. And he was explaining to me that when they go they will have their service, but like how 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 we are doing it. this was even way before Cold and years ago. And he said Pastor Chris preaches a sermon. Everybody, everywhere throughout the world, they have to, the pastor has to be it and show it. After they have listened to Pastor Chris's sermon for about 20 minutes or so, he finishes. Then they do their local church and they preach to so everybody. They are all on the same thing. And that is how, pastor. You know, okay, so I got his message. I was listening to his message. Got DVDs. I was listening to his DVDs. One day, I came back home. I loved it so much, I would come back. I would go to work. And I'm just so keen to come back, finish work, and come and kind of listen to it. Sometimes we'll be in the DVD, I'll post it, go to work. When I come back, I'm coming to continue, and I was listening. One day I came, and listened, and listened, and listened, and listened, and listened, and listened. listened. I don't know how long I've been listening, whether it's more than a year, I don't know. But one day I was listening, I I came back from, I was in my army uniform, in camouflage, green, the green one. Now I think they stopped wearing that one, in uniform, in boots. And when I came, the first thing, I went to press the DVD player and it was playing on the TV screen. Mama was there. I don't know, I don't know whether she was on maternity leave or whatever, but she was there. So I was very, very small at that time. So I think I remember. Yeah. And I was standing by the door and I was just watching. I didn't even sit down to watch. I hadn't changed my info or anything. And I was just watching. Suddenly something came out of the TV and hit me i found myself on the ground i found myself on the ground something came out of the team and it hit me and i thought i didn't know what is this but now i understand i understand i understand this the person to whom i got a clearer understanding also is also bishop that and i If i got a clear understanding because he said i was listening to one day he said he had a similar experience but he it was with Papa Kennedy again, and he brought clarity. I said, Ah, so this is what was happening to this. At that time, he was the I was, he was the one that at least he was the main dying for me. I was in the army then, but it was the main night for me. You God has given you a pastor, a church. But I mean, I, I couldn't even go to, I me, mean, I couldn't go to Christ. I was just listening. Christ and this was in London, and it is about two hours or so from, from, before even, before you get to dancing, dancing 15, M4, then you have to travel for M4. I didn't even know where to go, and I didn't, I was not, I didn't have the time at that But yes, intelligent listening. This is what happens. So I'm not talking to you theories. I know what I am talking about. You listen and you listen. And you see, what happened was that an anointing came upon me, a transference came upon me. Yes. And and you see that. And when I look back, I see that this man is in mighty healing ministry and God has given him the same sort of miracles. Strange things are happening all around. You are around me. Why aren't you doing the same things? Why are you no Bishop Dan calls it a loss, another kind? It's like Jesus and the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is another kind of Jesus Christ. You must become an loss. Everything produces after its own kind. That is the order and spiritual law of God. You must produce after your own kind. And I'm showing you. How you can become, how you can catch the anointing and become something. And, and you see the DNA, the spiritual DNA, it should, be, it should be traced to where it's coming from. Now, as you say, you are saying, my father, you are just papaing me with your lips. What makes me, you, you don't want to have it. You don't want to listen intelligently. You don't want to listen. I tell you, listen to the tips. Listen. See, stubbornness is a sign of demons. I was telling you today this morning about identifying the presence of the enemy. Stubbornness. When you are stubborn, it is a sign of demons. Stubborn. We are telling you this very simple thing. Just listen. Listen. Eat it and eat eat it. Get to get through the levels. That the word hasn't got impact to the level where something is coming upon you. The spirit is entering you. I want to say something. It's the Spirit. The Holy Ghost is entering you. Entering you well, 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 as you are listening. So, I think I will end here because there's more that I want to share, about it. I will end here. And I need you to ponder on these things. And let us stop all this pretense. Because the evidence is clear based on how you listen. God is seeking for truthful worshipers now. Let us be sincere with ourselves and recognize that we can receive grace through listening intelligently. We can receive grace through intelligent listening. The time is coming where, when you meet in your house fellowships, that is where you should be doing your deliverance. Grace will come upon you. i this thing that I've said, you will see. Some, somebody is not interesting to, it's not interesting enough for them, so they won't even listen. They are still at level one. This thing, I just pray that it will bear a little 25% fruit, because that is the yardstick. Out of four. One. Out of four. One bear fruit. One, one group of people for bear fruit. Yeah. And that is, is 25%. One out of four is 25%. Yeah. So if even three, four people, whatever who are listening to me now would take on board this intelligent listening and don't just come and say it's good preaching, is this, this, is this, and just so come and repeat the messages. No, but move to a higher dimension. I will give praise to God. I'll say, Thank you. It is about time that there should be. I'm just one person, but God, if you allow yourself, God grace that will come upon you. And this is the key. This is the key. Unless you are in a church but you don't want to be anything like what we are, then I don't know what you want. But it's easy? Easy but difficult because of But God is giving you grace. You are going to be an intelligent listener and the evidence will be seen, transference of Preaching the way you preach, you will start preaching in the same anointed way. You start teaching in the same anointed way. And God will usher you now into, He will transfer the ministry gifts you into your life. The Lord bless you. The Lord cause you to be fruitful based on what you have heard. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Now I want to pray for you. May the Lord, who has called you, and is revealing to you the way of catching the anointing. May that same God give you grace to be able to practice this simple yet apparently so difficult thing. May your life be quieting down. May you be still, for it takes those who are still, who be quiet, to listen and join this the message. May your soul receive grace to listen in the name of Jesus. And as you listen, the word of God becomes and become true in your life. And you will catch an anointing in the mighty name of Jesus. You are blessed. You are blessed. You are blessed in Jesus Christ.